Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Even within the body of Christ, at times we can find ourselves at odds with another person. Today's message outlines biblical principles for dealing with conflict, especially when we are offended by someone else. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Number one, uh, we need to check our motive. And uh, here are some of the motives we don't want to use in a situation like this. Uh, I just want to be right. Typically, what's at the root of that is self-righteousness. Uh, here's another one, winning an argument. The root of that is pride. And a lot of times when we can win an argument, we lose a friend. How about this one, championing our cause. And, and oftentimes what's at the root of that is contention. Uh, let's look at another aspect of this. Go to, go to Romans chapter 15. So checking our own motive. Now here's another important thing. Here's another important thing here found in Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15, and I call this dealing with people as they are, not as we believe they should be. Dealing with people as they are. How many of us understand that that we're all a work in progress? Okay, Every, every last one of us. And there used to be a bumper sticker out that Christians used to have. It it, it said something like this. be patient with me, God's not done with me yet, okay? Now, that's not Bible, but the sentiment is biblical. We're all a work in progress, and uh, more often than not, we want people, when they deal with us, we want them to consider our circumstances and where we're at and what we're going through, but the question becomes one of, am I willing to do that for the other guy? And so I I say the next thing we need to consider in a situation like this is deal with people as they are, not as we think they should be. And uh, we find this in Romans chapter 15, verse 1. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Well, Lord, how come I got to go to them? Maybe it's because you're the strong one. Maybe you're the one that needs to take the high ground. Well, I, I always got to go to that guy. He, he, he ne- well, it's the way it is. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Verse 2, let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Verse 3, now here's where God just makes the argument airtight. And uh, there's just really no getting around this. Verse 3, for even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. I mean, folks, think of, think of Christ as the personification of perfection. The reproaches of, of them that reproached thee, the reproaches of man that reproached God the Father fell on him. And so uh, God may ask you in a given situation to take the high ground, and uh, the reason is you may be the one that's strong. 
Charles Haddon Spurgeon said this, cultivate forbearance until your heart yields a full crop. Learn to forgive and forgive and forgive. Here's another one. Here's another thing we should consider. Learn when to leave something alone. Do you know not everything needs to be dealt with? Not everything needs to be said. Um, take your Bibles and go to Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19. And I, I, I think this is where uh, in our spirits we can become much more content and joyful if we would just learn to use the expression just to let some things go. There are some things that God just wants us just to let them go. Proverbs chapter 19, while you're turning there, I'll read you the story. In December of 1943, a German fighter pilot named Franz Stiegler was in pursuit of American bomber pilot Charlie Brown, and that was his name, <laughs> looking to shoot it down. If he did, it would earn him the Knight's Cross, the highest honor for a German soldier. But as he approached the plane, Stiegler saw that it had no tail guns blinking, no tail gun compartment remaining, and no left stabilizer, and the nose of the aircraft was entirely missing. Surprisingly, he could also see into the plane, the skin of it having been blown off. Inside, he observed terrified young men tending to their wounded. Stiegler could not shoot the plane down. He had been trained that honor is everything. If he survived the war, his superior officer told him the only way he would be able to live with himself was if he had fought with as much humanity as possible. Stiegler could tell that Brown didn't realize how bad a shape his plane was in. He gestured for Brown to land the plane, intending to escort him. But Brown had no intention of landing in Germany and being taken prisoner along with his men. Stiegler then yelled Sweden, meaning that Brown could land his plane there. But Brown didn't know what Stiegler was yelling. Stiegler saluted Brown and veered away. His last words to him were, good luck, you're in God's hands now. Brown was able to land the plane in England. He continued his Air Force career for two decades, but remained obsessed with the incident. In 1990, he took out an ad in a newsletter for fighter pilots looking for the one who saved my life on December 20th, 1943. Stiegler, living in Vancouver, saw the ad and yelled to his wife, this is him, this is the one I couldn't shoot down. He immediately wrote a letter to Brown and the two men connected in an emotional phone call. Stiegler and Brown both died in 2008, six months apart. The article in the New York Post also noted that both men were Christians and that the obituaries for Stiegler and Brown both listed the other friend as a special brother. Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19 and verse 11. Now, generally speaking, generally speaking, in the aggregate, this is, this is what we should do. Verse 11. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory... Now, think of the word that God uses there. And it is his glory to pass over a transgression. You know what we need to do sometimes is just say, 
Forget about it. But not just say it. Actually mean it. Don't say forget about it and then stew in those juices until it affects our spirit. But honestly, just forget about it. Have you ever done something and you realized the minute you did it, you thought, oh, man. If I only had that Omega-13 device that could bring me back 13 seconds, huh? And just not do something I did. If there was just some way to rewind the tape a minute or two and delete that, but you can't. And then someone cuts you some slack. They give you a break. They didn't hear it. They didn't see it. Or the message is plain and clear to you that it's, it's done. Forget about it. The Bible says in Proverbs 19, verse 11, the discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory. Look at the verse. It is his glory. It is his glory to pass over a transgression. Doesn't God pass over a lot of transgressions? Think about it for a second. I mean, when you consider the holiness of God and the word of God, how many times must God pass over a transgression really to keep from just, just nuking the whole world? And the Bible says it's, it's, the, it's the glory of a man to pass over a transgression. So there are times where we should just let it go. Here's another one. Here's another one. Turn to Proverbs, or excuse me, Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Uh, these are some things we can learn with age and experience, but not always. Uh, these are things that at one time when our, our, our Bible permeated our culture more than it does now, tended to be common sense, but that common sense isn't as common anymore. And so we go to Proverbs, or excuse me, Psalm 119 and verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace of they which love thy law, and nothing. Gosh, don't you just hate that word? I mean, when I want to be offended, and then God puts that word nothing in there. And I, and I, you know, I've got the exception, but God says, and nothing shall what? Offend them. Uh, you know what? When you love God's word, you realize that a personal slight, someone nicking up your reputation a little bit in the big scheme of things really isn't anything at all. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Not only does the Bible tell us that it is impossible but that offenses will come, God's Word also gives us a blueprint for resolving a problem between brothers and sisters in Christ. In today's message, Pastor DeMichael takes us through the biblical recipe for resolving conflict with the ultimate goal of reconciliation. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. 
Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.